0: This is Comic Picks by the Glick, yeah, and I'm your host Jason Glick. Hi, Jason Glick. How are you? I'm good, John. Yourself? Not too bad. What do you have on tap for us tonight? Well, it's like as people can probably guess, you know, we had a major comic book movie release. It's like like in the last couple of days. That would be um Logan, the Hugh Jackman's final bow as Wolverine in the X-Men um, film universe. Um, I actually did manage to get to see it on the Friday that it opened, and I can say that yes, it's really good. Even is you know, it's definitely not a uh, a happy um, film by any means. It's like it offers like a real chance for um Jackman to show his range, range as the character, and also for the chance for Patrick Stewart to do some some different stuff aside from being the um the the wise. It's like like the wise sage of um it's like it's like of the X Men universe. It's like his like his brain is like degenerating because of Alzheimer's. It's like and he it's like and he's a lot more like a, like a Cerbic. And sarcastic than um, than, you, than you've seen in previous X Men movies, but the film is the film is good. And um, as good as um, Jackman is in it, I think the probably the best part is um, the girl they got to play X twenty three, Daphne Keene. She really lets you know that hey, she is um, like like um, like a full clone of Logan, or you know, that's probably unfair to her. Cause like that's saying that she's like you know just like someone that. It, just saying calling her a clone feels kind of unfair, but you know she really nails the uh, like the toughest toughest nails, just give a crap um vibe that you get from the character, and um and there's some great bits like early on when when you see her just toss a uh, a, a severed head at some of the uh, bad guys who just came in to try and take her down, and then she just goes to town on them with her own sort of adamantium lace claws. That's that's some great stuff. And also the bit where she um like gets shot in the arm, and just yanks the bullet out with her teeth. Yeah, it's like you know it's like Kate. Hey, this is this is Wolverine with two X chromosomes, and like she is great. And to be honest, um, if they even though this like this is a great end for um, Jackman's ten years Wolverine, especially with you know the actual end we get. You know it's like I would I would hope that the um rumored um New Mutants um, film. Um, does pick up from this timeline because using her as kind of the linchpin for the team of mutants um, would be um, does seem to be um, really solid, you know, at this point. But that's just sh- that's just speculation. And um, overall, it's like I can say, "Wolf um, Logan, great film. Go go see it as soon as you can." And you know, the teaser for Deadpool two it's <laughs> it's pretty good too. Anyway, as for the comics, um, well. A lot has been made about how this is, um, this loosely adapts, um, Mark Miller and Steve McNiven's, um, Old Man Logan, um, mini- um, uh, not really a miniseries. It was it, 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 was, it was done in the, uh, pages of the, um, Wolverine, of the relaunched Wolverine comic from several years back. And, um, I kind of hated it, because, even though um, McNiven, McNiven's presence assures that it's, that it, that it looked great. Miller, um, you know, he's just like shit at writing dialogue. Even when the concept he comes up, concepts he comes up with are pretty good. Um, this time around, um, you know, it's like I think that um, James Mangold and writer and um, co-writer Scott Frank and co-writer the other guy whose name I can't remember did a good job in just like you know taking the uh, you know Wolverine it's like older you know less it's like less crazy it's like. Um, like at the end of his days, and making a better, better story out of it. So, but uh, and also Miller's dialogue in like, like in the in the series is just a, as on the nose terrible as you'd expect. I mean, I thank I thank you for coming up with this idea, be, so that um, other people could look at it and go, hey, you know what? I think we can do this better. And that's what um, Logan the film represents now. The uh, now old man Logan, um, the series did um, was popular enough to to the point where uh, Marvel decided to um, basically bring it back for um, Secret Wars, and while um, Brian Michael Bendis and artist Andreas Sorrentino did this for um, the Secret, their Secret Wars miniseries, and that was you know all right in the sense that you know hey you know Bendis even on his worst days still a better um, writer of dialogue than Mark Miller. It was really a Kim they're doing a travelogue to the uh, different worlds in the secret Ro- secret wars universe. And then, um, eventually, um, Kai, kind of like, uh, coming back at the end to like, um, show that, Hey, you know, it's like, Hey, maybe he's going to play like a big part in the, in the end, but he's also going to show up in the, uh, reborn Marvel universe as well, which is what, um, Jeff Lemire and, um, and Sorrentino have done, um, in their, um, old Ben Logan series. Now there, it hasn't been bad, but at the same time, this has been a very slow paced series to the point where we're now 13 issues in. And while I appreciate, while I can applaud the fact that I'm Sorrentino has been, has done like, you know, 13 whole issues with, with the series. And that's kind of like a, uh, like a, uh, a very impressive feat for um, um an artist in the in the Marvel Universe these days. Um, it's like you could um probably have um condensed these first three volumes down into one. I mean the first volume, this is all about um Logan realizing that, hey, you know this current town that he finds himself in, it's not the same as his as the one that he found himself in. okay. That's, that's fine, so what does he do then? Well, then he goes and checks out, you know, the finds out about the girl who, uh, who's going to be his, um, like, his wife, find out, you know, what's happened to her. But, it turns out that, hey, you know, like, there's some bad people, especially Lady Deathstrike and the Reavers, um, like, looking to, uh, looking to, um, like, ruin his day, because, you know, hey, he's, even if he's not the Logan that they knew, because this Logan in the current Marvel Universe is dead, um, they're like, you know, they're just going to come screw with him anyway. And um, at the end, he realizes, hey, you know what? I can't just, you know, like stand around doing nothing. I've got to go and be proactive about this. Okay, that's fine. Now, the latest volume, the last Ronin, basically has um, has old man Logan going to Japan, and um, it's like, and you know, there's all there's the usual um, nice art that you expect from Sorrentino. Very inventive like um very it's like very eye-catching it's like with like with the layouts and everything but um you know it tells like you know two parallel stories in the sense that you know we got like the original old man Logan back in the wastelands days and how he wound up against what going against these um like the silent order this um this this, uh, this League of Japanese like of um, like of Japanese um, fighters who were basically like I'm um, going get working for a person who um, could see the future. So and um, then in the pre- and in the present day of the Marvel universe, um, Logan is basically tracked on um, Lady Death Strike back to Japan and found the uh, found an earlier incarnation of the silent order and um, asked Fair, you know, what do I do about this? Even though I know I seeing as how I know what's going what they're gonna be like back in my time. Well, it's like it's 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 kind of the usual for what you'd expect for the series. I mean, he find he finds a, a decent left middle ground while I'm f- fully f- I'm more fleshing out the uh, the present day um, or trying the the, uh, the old man Logan of the, the past as well. It's like it's not bad, but at the same time, you know, five issues for this for this story. Um, you know, I'm not an, I'm not opposed decompression, but Everything that, um, Lemire has done, like, so far in the series, I kind of feel that you, that a more disciplined writer probably could have done done in about seven or so. Like, I mean, overall, it's like, you know, it's not, like, it's not bad, but, you know, um, it's like, I can't, I, news has uh, emerged over the weekend that, um, Ed Brisson and Mike Diodato are taking over the series with issue 25, and they're bringing in, um, Hey, another feature version of a of a famous character, is the maist- the Maestro version of the Hulk to um Old Man Logan, and hey, I'm cool with that because you know it's like um the Old Man Logan has been fine, you know, okay, not great by any means, but you know, perfectly acceptable. It's still better than um the Millars um take because of the di- for the dialogue, if nothing else, and. And also um, Sorrentino is you now a pretty fantastic artist. So, I don't know. Maybe if Marvel puts out um, like an Old Man Logan um, edition, like collects the first 13 issues of Lemire's run, then, yeah, go ahead and pick it up. Overall, yeah, it's all right. But um, I think the uh, definitive version of Old Man Logan at this point is kind of the uh, Logan film. Like both in terms of price point and um, it's like and relative economy of storytelling as well. But you know, it's like in, in um, preparing for this podcast, I also picked up the X twenty three complete edition because you know I wanted to know more about um, like about X twenty three like even though she was insanely popular for a while, um, it's like she's kind of like. Um, you know, still kind of she's still kind of a name, but at the same time, like you know, she's now um like in into the role of the new Wolverine in the Marvel Universe, and you know that's 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 great because you know the first two volumes of the series by Tom Taylor have been um fairly efficient um action sto- like action stories as she um as she teams up with clones of hers that have been that were um done. Du- cloned by Alchemax, the uh, one of the evil corporations in the Marvel Universe. And also, um, her, uh, and she's teamed team up to fight Team squir- Squirrel Girl to, um, fight, uh, to, um, rescue uh, one of the squirrels that was wronged in her opening arc. And also, um, fighting against, um, Fing Fang Foom as a result of a, um, pheromone that was, that was unearthed in an arc, um, by Shield of all people. And, um, and also uh, mixing up with um, old man Logan, which you know actually has a nice does does spin uh, has a nice spin on his um, knowledge of future events versus you know how things actually are. Um, the first two volumes, the um, three sisters and um, think like, and Civil War two have been good, good, entertaining, solid Wolverine stories, but just with um, Laura Kinney or X twenty three like as a protagonist and um, the rapport she has with um, with one of her clones, um, Gabby, the youngest one, who also apparently who also has um, is apparently the only clone to inherit her um, claws and um, healing factor. It's like it's, it's like it's, it's pretty fun as well. It's like I'm looking forward to seeing what um, Taylor does with um, in the next one, which is apparently his take on the Enemy of the State storyline from from Miller's Run. So we'll see how that goes, but. As far as the complete collection goes, I'm kind of reminded after reading it about um, some of the complaints I remember hearing about how it was how X twenty three's origin is kind of like doused in miserableism. Now, she was originally created as a character for the um, X Men Evolution cartoon by um, by Craig Kyle, and Kyle um, brought, brought her to the comics along with well, okay, that's not true. Joe Quesada brought her to comics in in his um NYX series, and then um Craig Kyle on team with writer Christopher Yost to um do the um her origin series, um X twenty three and then um X twenty three Target X in comics. Now the uh unfortunate thing about this is that um there's, there's a history of prostitution brought into um, X-23's origin. And it's kind of like, you know, that she was basically, um, like, like, acting as, like, acting act as a prostitute for people who liked to, um, be, have played inflicted by them, and her pimp was some guy named Zebra Daddy. No. Really. It's one of those things where it's kind of like, you know, like, really? It's like, you know, why do you have to have, like, like, the so prostitution angle brought in, and why the hell is your you have to have a guy named Zebra Daddy involved in her comics origin as well. But um, NYX was uh, notoriously delayed for like as um, like after like original artist Joshua Middleton dropped out and then Robert Taranisci came in. But um, like that only, it only lasted like seven issues and um, and so that left um, Kyle and Yost like plenty of like um, decent groove to uh like flesh out her origin, which they did in these in two miniseries, like the original X23 and um then Target X. Of the two, Target X is the better. Well, mainly because while well, the original series it's it takes the tact of um Barry Windsor Smith's um Weapon X miniseries in the sense that, you know, even though it's a story featuring Wolverine as one of its key players, it's not really about him. It's about the people who made him into um, the weapon that he was, and that, and as um, and as the original X twenty three miniseries plays out, that's kind of how things go as well. We learn about um, Sarah Kinney, the uh, geneticist who um realized that you know it's like the uh, that well we can create a, a clone of Logan to um cr- to um basically be um like a, a, a super assassin for for the highest bidder. Um, his Y chromosome was so damaged that you know it Wasn't going to work anytime soon, so so she proposed creating um, using um, the undamaged X chromosome to create a female clone of like of Wolverine, and it worked. So and we've got X twenty three, but also the, uh, the way the story works is that while well, we've got um, like Sarah trying to be a mother and trying to um, kind of do the right thing um, by like um, by her by the do- the uh, the uh, daughter she was um, forced to carry to term for the project. Um, we've also got um, a couple of um villains. It's like who it's like who just don't who were just kind of more um, mustache twirling than anything else. You've got the head of the program who you know as as it's introduced like, he's kind of a, a decent enough guy. But then you've got um Xander Rice um who is like if he had a mustache you know he would twirl it because you know. We find out that um, early on that um, Wolverine killed his dad as part of the Weapon X project, and he just you know hates hates um, Wolverine, and so he's just like and so even though he's um, all for you know this new project that's going to uh, create a new Wolverine that really controls a weapon, like um, when it turns out that this is going to be a girl, like he just. He's just like you know so bent out of shape about this that he's that that um, he's determined that he's that this girl is going to suffer, like um for all as a pro- suffer by proxy for all the stuff that Wolverine inflicted on his dad. <sighs> and it's worth noting that you know Xander Rice does show up in the Logan movie, um, played by Richard E. Grant, but um in the film he's Grant is more of an amoral scientist rather than a mad scientist. Um, so he's just kind of guy who just hey uh, you know this if I can find a way to, to um like um, prevent new mutants from doing up from growing up then I'll do that hey you know it's like if I'm going to find a way to, to create um like a homegrown mutants for this some um, new company then I'll then sure that's fine it's like you know he's just kind of the guy who, who's just all about the results um the comic version is someone who is just so bent on the shape about about vengeance that it's kind of like it's, it's more frustrating than anything else. And like I said, well, I appreciate the, uh, the, the, uh, focus on the first series about, you know, people behind who are turning this girl into a weapon. And there are some clever twists as well. It's like, it's like, I said, it's, it's still kind of depressing. And especially, especially the end end as well. It's like, you know, there's like a, a clever twist about, you know, how, uh, what happened that's just meant to add more misery to, um, it's like to, to um, x23's origins and so certainly that the art from billy tan is pretty good if you're partial to um like early image stuff in the sense that you know like you've got there got plenty of cro- plenty of cross-hatching plenty of um it's like you know grounded like realistic stuff but it's also kind of very very stiff and formal the uh second miniseries target x um, is a lot better, honestly, uh, mainly because of the art from uh, Mike Choi and um, and, and colorist Sonia Obak, and um, it's it's a lot it's like it's a lot more realistic. Or sorry, there's like a lot more, feels more um, natural. It's like and it's like and the detail in there is a lot, lot more welcome as well. It's like and it's, it's and the series is overall better because it just shows you shows X twenty three. Like I'm um, going to uh, going to live with um her her mother's um family, like for like for a while, and um naturally things go bad as a result. But at the same time, though, we still get um like scenes of her acting as a normal normal kid, like enjoying what it's like to be a, teen- a teenager, and some funny bits about how her um, history as an assassin um, mixes with um regular school life like it's fun and there are also some clever twists as well such as when um the trigger scent that causes her to go go to a berserker rage is applied um and um it's like by by one of the bad guys only to have him only for things to go only for just like random chance to just um, foil his plans and also the series ends with um like showing her first introduction to Wolverine and the uh and another clever twist I liked with this series was that the uh, people who were revealed to be interrogating her, like, at the start of the series, are, sh- are, eventually- are quickly shown to be, like, you know, actually pretty decent people. Just the problem is that, you know, one of them decides that, oh, well, you know, it's like, even after, I like, basically decided that, oh, no, she needs to um, face um, judgment for her, for what she's done, he... Realizes just a few pages later that you know, hey, you were a weapon, so you know, like we're going to um, like send you to um, send you to the um X Men, and so they can help you out. But because this is the actually a prequel to the um NYX series, it doesn't happen, and like this guy's best intentions, why I'm just I'm um, delivering her into the hands of a pimp. So there you go. The uh, rest of the stories in. Um, the complete collection involve her um, meeting with the um, Captain Universe power and um, dealing with the uh, with a supernatural presence called the Games Master inside her head, and a uh, tie-in to the uh, Wolverine Goes to Hell arc from Jason Aaron's um, relaunched Wolverine series, which, to be honest, really not necessary and just really dark, compared to other series other things she's done so like like listen the x23's um complete collection has some good stuff in there specifically the target x um, miniseries but everything else is just kind of like really dark and really dark too focused on like you know just showing you how bad things can be for the character and and honestly it's like i i like the uh like, um, what Tom Taylor is doing on, in his all-new Wolverine series. So, really, if, if you're looking for a good X-23 story, pick up the uh, first two volumes of, um, all-new Wolverine, or, you know, just check out Dennis Hopeless's, um, like, all-new X-Men series as well, which features the character, features the character as well. So, I guess in the end, um, it's like, you know, once, you know, once Marvel finally got away from just, Showing you how X 23's life was just bad and dark and depressing, and just started letting her be you know like, like a four color superhero in her own right. It got a lot better, but yeah, hey, like if you want to see it's like a uh, like a version of the character that really gets to the uh, core core of it, it's like and also just you know and shows you some badass action as well. Logan the movie, it's like also does that as well so yeah it's like much as i enjoy um, all new wolverine it's like i'm also kind of looking forward to seeing what they do with the character um like hopefully in um the new mutants film that's coming out that will hopefully um show us show us what the character is like after this point in time in the x-men timeline but you know we'll see john um any thoughts on your end about all this Um, no, not particularly. I haven't seen the movie yet, but, um, you know, I expect to watch it here really soon after I'm done, uh, well, doing what I need to do for work. You know, work gets in the way. However, um, I think that, um, it's interesting. Interesting at the most. So, yeah, at the least. Very interesting. Not the most. Okay, all right. Well, like I said, there's like, there's no shortage of like Wolverine stories out there for people to read, but mm-hmm. you know, it's like, like right now, I mean like eventually Logan is going to come back in the movies and in the comics as well, but you know, just just not right now. Yep. Yep. Sounds like it. Do you know what you're going to be talking about next time? Uh next time I may just be talking about um about Sunstone and its in its rep of its first extended arc. Unless uh, I think of about something else in the meantime, but I can tell you that um, two podcast after this is definitely going to be about um, Ghost in the Shell because, you know, you got the movie coming out, too. Yep, I look forward to listening to that, and we'll catch you next time on Comic Picks by the Glick. Great. Right. Laters. Bye.